Sorry to interrupt your ceremony. It's nothing personal. I just want to devour your god. This is like some gravity's reason. M-O-L-M-M. What? Feels apocryphal, but I'll take it. No, it's true. Don't look it up. Don't look it up. I mean, that is made for undiscerning days. I'll just auto-tune that, put a little guitar solo at the end. Perfect. Alright. Six hours later. Y'all done got digitally painted. You done got digitally painted. No. No. Uh, welcome to a kind of different episode of Month this month. Uh, Corey was supposed to do a side quest a few weeks ago, but then proceeded to do like the best side quest we've ever done. And there was like a gameplay and a development and a what's the drink, what's the song and all this other stuff. So we don't really have to do that now because we already met our quota of doing that <laughs> this month. Ta-da! That's how it works here at Month. I got stressed out and I just made an episode. That's great. That was <laughs> nice. Saves us some time. Yeah. I didn't have to write an intro or anything. It was awesome. Beautiful. Uh, but yeah, like we talked about last month, this episode is basically just going to be like an amalgamation of all of our gaming and thoughts and dreams that we've been up to for the past month. Mm. And then if we started a game and can convince the other two people to play it, maybe that'll be next month's game. Who knows? Ooh. But we'll kind of... Also, Botluck sent us a really cool game, which we'll talk about later. Uh, that's probably like the most month game since. Um, why can't I think of anything? <laughs> since Thimbleweed. Okay. Wow. I was like, wow, apparently it's I been a think while. So. TWP, like, because oh. that's the acronym, but then that doesn't help me think of the actual name of the game. I'm like, since TWP. Well, especially, just like, isn't Thimbleweed one word? Yeah. Yeah, but TP, it doesn't. I'm just saying, I can see how it would it would make it so it's not easier for you to remember yes, when there's fair, an extra fair. letter compared to yeah. how many words there are. Yeah. So yeah, very Mulfy. We'll get into that. Um, but yeah, anything you want to talk about? We were just talking about horrible gifts I got Jason for Christmas 20 years ago. <laughs> anything else we want to grease the wheels with before we start getting yeah, into what right. we've been playing? Good grief. Yeah, that, oh boy. I mean, it just comes from a lot of this show. We end up discussing our upbringings and yeah. the the habits and traits of our peculiar families and uh yeah one of the ones that they happen to share is mothers who like to doom box and give terrible gifts doom box doom box which sounds like boxing to the death it, yeah if only I was boxing if only that <laughs> if only it were that if only, if only that was what my that. mother was into and not so shoving cooler. all of my things into a box and telling me she cleaned leave mr fantastic yeah. alone victor von doom <laughs> I'm coming for you. Duke's wow. up. Speaking, hey, you guys, wow. I just started watching Doom Patrol finally. Oh, yeah? Speaking of Dooms. Do I know Good. what this is? Jason knows what it is. Oh. Yeah, I, mean, I, I read the comic a while ago. Uh, yeah, it's it's a DC property, but it's much weirder. It's like if you took Supernatural and The Boys uh, and like uh, Alice in Wonderland, it's uh, like... Very strange. Uh, Brendan Fraser is kind of your lead. Oh yes, in it. yes. Uh, okay, so it's like a superhero show that's like crass and violent and stuff like that, like the boys. But it's almost whimsical. It's it's really interesting and fun and one of the few things that holds my attention TV wise. I mean, to be fair, huh. I also immediately forgot I was watching it, but I watched like almost an Three entire seasons. Season. Yes, I'm excited. Wow, I need, I need to check it out. The, uh, yeah, you really do. I think you'll like X Men is actually okay. A ripoff of Doom Patrol from the '60s, like the original wow. X Men comics, are very influenced at the very least by Doom yeah. Patrol. Um, Interesting. 
And I've never read any of those. Um, I don't know that they were all that popular, but Grant Morrison uh, revived them in, I think, the 90s and did a bunch of, like, real weird stuff. Like, got into um, Dadaism. Like, mm. Yeah, that's exactly Dadaism. the kind of it's, stuff that you're going to find in this. Yeah. It's very weird. That's why, like, whimsy is kind of the thing that comes to mind, but it's it's just on a very different level than any other superhero thing that's that's out there. So it's kind of hard to describe in... Does it have... Cool. Do you start to care about the characters and the overall story arcs? Because that was the one thing... It could get me to care about characters individually in the Grand mm. Morrison run, but story arcs and, like, connecting the character across just even, even a few issues, it uh-huh. would fall apart. I was like, I... And now this person turned into scissors. I don't know. <laughs> no, I think that it's it's got a very good sort of emotional core with the the main characters that have been introduced so far. It's my least favorite core, by the um, way. So I'm not all the way through season one yet, and I know that there's going to be <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's going to be more characters. Uh, but the ones that we have so far, I think that they're they're very well drawn, and that you're getting more and more into them over the course of the series. And they do turn into weird shit and stuff like that. There's one lady who just turns into like a a blob, yeah. a disgusting blob that that'll happen causes mayhem I mean, when she gets like upset. No judgment. You don't <laughs> no have to judgment. say disgusting. There's no need if for I that. could, I would. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, that blob exactly. can get it. <laughs> uh, yes, that's HBO Max. So- I don't understand HBO and I go there and I'm like, it knows I'm watching last week tonight, every Sunday or Monday, but every week I go there, log in. It's like, Oh, profile Ben. And I go there and I have to like search for the show or go like 20 deep in the like airing now thing. Why isn't it just like Hulu where it's like, Hey, you were watching this last week. You want to keep watching it? See, I have that problem with Hulu. Hulu does not keep track ever of anything I'm watching. I'm like, why do I have to use the search function every time I want to find the thing I was watching yesterday. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a binge. Show me what I was watching. I have this problem with every streaming service. There is not a good one. Why are they like this? Netflix? Mm-mm. I will not defend Netflix. It is awful. <laughs> well, we uh, shouldn't. But yeah. I mean, because as far the as the UI. They haven't gotten rid of autoplay. You can turn it off, though. You can turn oh, it off. Oh, good. I got to go find that now. Yeah. I mean, um, I canceled mine, but you can you can turn off autoplay. Oh, and good for you. You can turn off, like, you so that it doesn't start. You canceled Netflix. To, I did cancel Netflix, yeah. Tell me more. Hashtag cancel culture. Tell me why. Tell me, do you miss it? What? Yeah, what's going on? I rarely watched it as it was. And with all the stuff that was going down with, like, them constantly platforming transphobic people and then firing all of their, like, you know, people yeah. who are on the teams that made Netflix more diverse and all that kind of stuff, I was like... Eh. And then I realized I was like, it's like $17 a month. They ramp it up bit by bit. And I just told me they were going to raise it. Yeah. 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 I wasn't really paying close enough attention to like notice that I was paying so much more. Yeah. So I was like, Netflix, once a month I get on here and I scroll through a bunch of stuff and I start something, spend like 20 minutes watching it, go, this sucks. Start something else, watch 20 minutes yeah. of it and go, this sucks too. There are no good and movies go on there. to a different service. There's no good movies. Like, the documentaries nothing. are terrible. Like everything uh, on it is bad. Yeah, so we, I just, we talked uh, about it, about canceling. We decided we'd do it at the end of the summer, that we needed yeah. it to get us through the summer. Everybody's get through home. Stranger Things. It's tough yeah. with kids, man. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. there actually is a lot of good kid stuff on there. Yeah, I can imagine. If you have HBO and Disney and Hulu, like you don't need all of them necessarily. But right, there's a, yeah. lot of, a lot of solid kid stuff on there. Uh, should we actually get into what we played this month? Let's do yeah, it. Sure, why not? Let's, We're here. Let's, start with, uh, let's, let's flip it around. Let's start with drinks. Let's start with songs. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I like that. Okay, and then we okay. can work backwards from there because that was Corey's idea. It yep, was, was my idea. idea. Yeah. I'm full of great ones. And this I think month. it's a wonderful one. Like, yeah. 
<laughs> my thought process here was, you know, obviously this is sort of a, a relaxed fit episode, if you will. Uh, and so perhaps we could come up with a drink and a song to sort of give the vibe of the month that has just passed, our gaming month that we have just had. I like it. So I'm interested to see what you've come up with. And what if this wasn't like a five minute segment like normal? I don't think it's ever that. But, you know, it was just a segue. This could be like the episode. Like, Jason, you yeah. do your drink and you talk about your whole month and like how that whole month fits into the drink for 15, 20 minutes or whatever. I'm ready. And then the next person does their. And you how, you could even do your drinking song together. That way it's like yeah, Jason's yeah. turn to talk about his month. His drinking I'm, song. Yeah. I'm ready. Should we just I've do got that? This. Okay. Yes. Let's do that. Yes. In. All right. Drinking song. Uh, go as long me. as uh, when I'm talking, y'all better get some interject- interjections in. And, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Vice yeah. versa. For uh, sure. For sure. <laughs> so so my drink is a perfect Manhattan, which I think I've talked I, about before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you've done this fairly recently. Yeah, yeah. yeah very recently. And I think one of the things I said about it was uh, you can never order it without sounding like an asshole. Yes. And and I, I take it back. I, I ordered a perfect Manhattan at a conference and I didn't sound like an asshole. And it only cost me $30 to have that experience. Is it partly because you're at a conference and everyone already that, sounds like an asshole? Kind of, kind yeah. of. And, and also because you're buying a $30 drink. Yeah, that's fair. It wasn't anything, any fancy liquor. It was just, you know, yeah, Manhattan. Where was this? Baltimore. Baltimore. Which was lovely. Had a great time. I always hear great things about Baltimore. Like, in fact, one of my friends just came from there like a couple days ago and then she came here and she was like, yeah, I was just in Baltimore. It was amazing. Like everyone I know who goes there is like, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not, you guys. I just watched all six episodes of We Own This City uh, and John Bernthal uh, was a force. But I'm pretty sure the Baltimore, D.C. area, uh, not a fantastic destination. Maybe they $30 cocktails. That alone. That was uh, if you can't the, trust John Bernthal, who can you trust? Right? Apparently, poli- I learned recently the police don't always do things by the book there. Yeah. I don't buy it. So stay away from and, them if you're there. And only there. And only there. Yeah. Everywhere I mean, else. They're really yeah. on top in, of their shit. In Texas, our cops are moving on. I'm only, I'm, that's the only show I've seen. My next show is going to be The Wire, so I don't know where that takes place, but, you know, we'll see. Yeah, maybe that'll round out your view. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see about that place. You should watch Hairspray. Is that about cops? It's about Baltimore. Oh, okay. No, I only <laughs> I watch about shows about cops now. That's my <laughs> thing now. Ay, yeah. ay, ay. Hairspray, man. So, All right. So, yeah, I, I order it, and I, I say... What a perfect Manhattan. Did you say that? So, yeah. I said, what a uh, perfect Manhattan. No, I said, I want I a want. perfect Manhattan. <laughs> Yo, Gero. Uh, I thought you were like full on dad Gero, mode. Perfect Manhattan. <laughs> oh, what a perfect Manhattan. Sir, this was truly a perfect Manhattan. Hey, Rudy. Hey, Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> Great work. Perfect Manhattan. <laughs> he finished it and he was like, oh, I hated it. <laughs> hated it. Ha, you can tell, right? Right? <laughs> uh. Oh, Rudy, I'm Jason. No, it's on your name tag. That's how I knew. Oh, yes. Going on a road trip next month, I'm going to be in full dad mode. It's going to oh, be boy. fantastic. No, for like three or four weeks. A month. Yeah, it's going to be gonna exhausting be... for everyone else. Oh, everyone but me. Yeah. A dream. month long road a trip? A month. A month. I'll tell you about that in a second. I tried to talk mm. him out of it. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I'm looking forward to it. So the conference area was like weirdly high class area. Mm. It didn't seem like it would be a nice place if you were rich to even hang out in. But everything there was just super pricey. There was an Under Armour store, which I didn't even know that's a thing. No. Just like really expensive everything. And so I, the first night I get in, I get in at 10 p.m., haven't had dinner yet, and everything's closed. 
So I just walk to the bar next to the hotel, order a Manhattan, perfect Manhattan. He's like, uh, yeah, how do you make that? I said, oh, you use, you know, same amount of vermouth, half sweet, half dry. He goes, perfect. I got it. Nice. Fantastic exchange. Yeah. Got the check, 30 bucks. And I was like, that sounds about right. Fair enough. (laughs) Okay. We're going to go to CVS now and get dinner. Wow. And, uh, but then I found this nice spot half a mile away from the conference that I would walk to every day. And it was just like this little neighborhood. It was uh, kind of the little Italy of Baltimore. Uh, I wish I could remember the name of it. And uh, yeah, just had a lovely time. And I brought with me my play date. Oh. And so play date is a, a little kind of Game Boy-like device. Corey, does that sound right? I'm yeah, that's what I all. was like, is it a half of a Game Boy? Yeah, yeah. But it's also got... This. A crank. It's got a crank. A crank. And you use it to control yeah. things. So I'm gonna first off, it's it's darling. And Ben, at some point I'm gonna actually uh, ask you to kind of like look away so oh, you don't get spoiled man. on everything. But like, look at how you look at how you wake it up. You gotta hit the power I used button to have twice. The yellow Game Boy, so I, I, I like this. Nice. You gotta right, hit the you... power button twice. So when you hit it once, see one eye up, and you hit it the second time, the oh, second eye comes up. Oh my god, that's adorable. And Precious. this is the game. I don't know if you can hear it at all. It's called Bloom, and this is the game I want to talk about. I'll turn it up for you. Yeah, turn it up. Crank it. Anyway, so uh, I got my little rooftop uh, garden, and you go crank it down, and and there's my apartment. And uh, let's see if I can do this backwards. There's uh, my phone, and I got like messages from my family and stuff. It's a great little idle game. Oh, interesting. Cool. And you get like a whole story out of it because it turns out that I started this flower shop, lied to my parents that I'm still in college, but uh, I started a flower shop instead. And yeah. I'm talking to them. They're like, how are classes? I'm like, they are going great. <laughs> and like, there's a whole story. It's really fantastic. Got in a fight with my girlfriend. Oh, no. Uh, we made up. We're OK now. I assume you give her flowers. Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, but I had to have my friend talk talk to me about it because... I didn't know what flowers to get because I know too much about flowers. Ooh. So I had to have some, an outsider mm-hmm. help God. me out with it. Yeah, totally. Because uh, I was overthinking it. <laughs> anyway, it was a delight. But the the way it works, Corey, is, and I think we've talked to, to you about this before a little bit, but um, we ordered them about a year ago, I think last August. And I ordered in the first 30 seconds, and Ben <laughs> ordered in the second 30 seconds, and that's why I got mine two months before him. <laughs> uh, wow. So he's waiting. His is coming so very still soon. still hasn't come yet. Okay. I think it's shipping this week. I told him at the beginning of this week. I told him yesterday. Yeah. It's shipping this week. I can feel it. He's a good feeling about it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Cool. What is this thing called again? Called a play date. Play date. Okay. Every Monday, there's two new games on it. I wake up, and I've got... You know, no one knows how they get there. Magic. It's... Oh, sorry. That's not Let me uh, show you what the... I'm going to unwrap a game for you on camera, live. You've unwrapped games already? Oh, yeah. But I'm not going to show... Ben, these are just right. the side-loaded games. I'm not going to show him what's in the subscription because you don't know what you're getting until it happens. So, Corey, check out this game. This is a game I have oh. not opened yet. And watch what happens. You, you can look. do what you want, Ben. But if I were you, I okay. would not look. So close mm. your eyes for a moment. <laughs> Corey, watch what ho- happens when I install a new game. How delightful that's is that? That's super delightful. And that is each really delightful. one is wrapped differently. Oh, that's cool. It's not like the same animation every time. It's oh, like that's just neat. slight variation, so it really feels that way. So, How many games are on that thing? Like, can you get for it? Great question, Corey. 12-week season. 
Okay. So season one is 24 games. You get two a week. Every Monday, there's just two new games on your play date. They download while it's sleeping so that it's ready to go. Oh, okay. And then each one of those is generally enough for me to, you know, enjoy for a week. They're usually short, small games. I, mm-hmm. The one I got yesterday I loved so much, I beat it kind of like in a single sitting in about an hour and a half. Oh, nice. It was like, I love it. I want to play it again right away and get a different ending. Like, this mm-hmm. was fantastic. That's cool. Some of them are more arcadey, like you just play them as long as you want. The first two games it comes with, one is kind of an adventure type game. It's actually very much a point and click adventure. And the other called Casual Birder, where everyone is making fun of you because the cool kids are like the good birders. And they call you a, a, a casual. You're not like a real birder. Birder? Bird watcher. Uh, birder. Like birder. a bird watcher. Like a person who what? Yeah. Delightful. But like, <laughs> they're like way cooler than you. Like, hey, you stupid uh, casual birder. You're I'm like, oh, guys, I just want to take, take pictures. And so, like, the first pictures you got are, are like of a, a crow and a pigeon. Like, you know, <laughs> no, nothing too fancy. Right. <laughs> and then the other game that it comes with is a, a surfing game. And that one's there just to teach you how to use the crank. Right. right? right. Oh, yeah. That's some fun with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, man, I got excited when that second week came. Then it started getting good. And <laughs> I then... keep waiting Sorry. for the week when they suck. I keep waiting for the week when it's like, oh, this was a miss. And I'm like, it's, it's coming. It'll be fine. Not yet. Unlike five weeks in, they've been bangers. They've been great. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> That's so when amazing. I get mine in like a month, I will just get, get two games to start, right? Yep. And you'll be in the same order, but okay. you'll, you'll be off by a month. Yeah, 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 exactly. I'll get That's two a games fascinating a model. Yeah. Yeah, right? Really so interesting. They, they were hoping to do it. Produ- there were production issues where everyone would get them at the same time. They were hoping to send them all out at the same time and all this stuff. And because of production issues, they had to ship them out in kind of like segments. Um, so they're saying that they're hoping to do a season two and that season two will be simultaneous for everyone. And I'm guessing that if you buy a play date after this is all done, you'll just have all the season one games, maybe instantly right. or, right. Yeah, or that however that sense. might work. It also makes it really, really easy to install third party games. It doesn't have like an app store in it, but if you go on itch.io or I think that's where most of them are. I literally did it from my phone. I downloaded the thing and then uploaded it through Playdate's website, and then suddenly it's on my Playdate. It took like a minute. It was fantastic. So when I first got mine, I was in the first group, but I was probably like the fourth week of people getting them. And there were like, you know, seven or eight games on there. And now about a month later, there's over 100. Wow. Um, Like people, they made it very easy for people to make games. Half of those are probably like, hey, I made Tetris. Yeah, that, that was the first one I put on there was Tetris, yeah. and it yeah. works. It's yeah. Tetris. You know, nailed Sweet. it. I, I downloaded nice. Yahtzee. It doesn't work, but that was fun to download too. Yeah. But Bloom, the game I was showing, is one of these sideloaded games. It's not part of the actual season. They got in too late to be part of the season, and so they did it themselves. Uh, sold it for ten bucks. Uh, it is well worth it. I think it's my favorite game on Playdate. It looks beautiful. Um, yeah, it's gorgeous. And my song is Downpour from the Bloom OST. So we're going to listen to a little bit of that right now. (laughs) It's a lo-fi masterpiece, so Corey's going to love it. And Corey, I'm going (laughs) to paste this into the chat again if you want to listen to any of the music from the game. Have to change over from my Bo Burnham Inside Out takes. Oh, I was thinking, I forgot his special was called Inside. I know, Inside Out. Inside Out. It's a a video about takes. about just a out. just a whole bunch of people's huh. takes on Bo Burnham. Exactly. Just watch Inside Out, I guess. Lo-fi beats to relax slash garden to. I'd put that in the background of one of my Pomodoro Method videos, I suppose. What? Pomodoro Method. This is... Oh, I wait, d- you explained this before. Yeah, I, I explained this to Mark a few weeks ago. The wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead. Let's see, let's see. 
Hold it's on. got tomatoes. Damn it. And basil. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. It was for Mark. It's basil. Basil. <laughs> I've never actually uh, heard oh, him say that word. I, yeah. I'm going to remember as soon as you start talking about it. Go well, for it. It's a, it's a herb. So. <laughs> It's a method of like working and studying where you work for like 25 minutes and you get five minutes of a break and it's on a timer and it's very, very helpful. Has he tried it yet? Because I thought probably he made not. it sound like he was interested. Oh, yeah, he was interested in it, but it's also Mark. You yeah. probably forgot yeah. I said it three seconds after I said it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, but there's like these videos that I watch and it's like, especially there's this one gal who I recognized immediately from one of her videos she lives in Irvine but she sits and she like studies and puts on like music kind of like that and so it's like you're studying with somebody and then when you're like when you get your five minute break she'll like make some tea and you know be like hey what are you guys working on and stuff like that it's like very nice put her hand on your leg and be like I'm kind of tired okay well that's how I ended my study session Uh, okay I think you're thinking of ASMR (laughs) Apparently those aren't creepy to some people, Corey. They're not creepy. They're well, some not, of them are. Evidently. Some of them are very creepy. No, why would anyone think they're sexual at all? Someone but, paid me this week to edit three ASMR commercials ooh. for a large national grocery brand. It's becoming a thing, and I don't know why, because people hate that. Nobody wants ASMR when they're not yes. looking for it. Right. Like either you're a person who likes it or you're a person who doesn't like it. Yeah. And if and most people don't get that sensation from it. So making it into commercial yeah. like I see people all the time, like, why? Why are these ASMR commercials becoming a thing? Like totally. I'm, I, unless the only uh. reason I would like those is the fact that now I use my sister's YouTube premium so I don't have ads. But yeah. They don't tailor ads on YouTube based on what kind of content you're watching. So if you are falling asleep to an ASMR video, it'll all of a sudden be like oh, the loudest right. <laughs> commercials that you can imagine and just like blast you awake. So that I wish that like if they were making stuff like that, it was like for tailored YouTube ads and not to put on the TV and annoy the shit out of everybody. I get the same YouTube ads I'm down to like two YouTube ads, and they're the only ones I get, and they're both for Liberty Liberty Mutual. <laughs> Liberty Mutual um, commercials are fun. That's it. Is it the ostrich guy? And they're five seconds the long. Emu. It's great. Yeah. Some, not even him. Oh. I like I've seen those commercials. They're great, but these are just the ones that are five seconds. Oh, oh yeah. Um, <laughs> that's like, nice. I, How I, did you do that? Wow. I don't know. Don't don't tell YouTube. Shh, shh, sorry, sorry. I know, right? <laughs> if we talk about Ooh. it, they're gonna know. Yeah. Okay, to wrap up Jason's uh, gaming month, uh, I don't think I had beaten Elden Ring last we talked, but it is done. You did. You have. I think you'd even beaten Bloodborne. I beat B- Bloodborne as well. Went back and did that. Then went back to Elden Ring, finished off all the bosses. So wait, you beat it and then you went back again? Uh-huh. Because it's open world. There's lots of things you can skip. Right, yeah. And so I'm still finding things Yeah. that I hadn't done before. And just being like, there's a whole dungeon here. What? Um, oh, as I'm talking, I just realized I haven't done any of the heroes' graves, which are like the giant dungeons in a bunch of the areas. So, like, there's so much game left for me to do, which is exciting. Are there, like, trophies so you can see that you're like, oh, I haven't gotten that, uh, so I I must not have finished everything? Yes, but they're not as good as that. Right? Okay, they're not, they're not like, specific can, enough that you're can like, you make oh, sure that, that you've fun. done that. Yeah. They're specific, but they're not generalized enough, right? Oh. So the 17th boss has one. But the 25th doesn't. Okay. Um, they're, they're just random. 
you know. Okay. Can you 100% the game then, or is there just too many variables? I decided I'm not going to. Okay. Mm. Because one of the things you have to do to 100% it is get all, I think it's six endings. And to do that, you have to beat the final boss, which is a pain. Also, on PC, you can just save scum it, right? You save right before the final yeah. boss, go through it and do it. On console, I'm sure there's a way to do it, um, mm. but it generally saves as soon as you beat, beat the boss, and it's just autosave. So there's not much you can do. And so you'd have to do New Game Plus and go all the way to the boss wow. again. And I'm like, I'm not doing that, especially because I don't even want some of these endings. Like, I want 200% the game in terms of like explore everything and, yeah. and find all the things I can do. I'm definitely going to do New Game Plus and go through the whole thing again. There's so much I missed the first time, so many storylines. Because the NPCs and their quests are always cryptic. Mm. Like, it's you talk to someone and they're just like, I hate you, you're stupid. You're like, what? It's just like, you, your armor's gross, I hate you. I'm like, I, okay. <laughs> they're just <laughs> making you. And then you, then you see them 10 hours later in a completely different place and they're like, hey, thanks for finding that thing for me. Can I have it? You're like, what? And it says, hand him the thing you forgot about three hours ago. It's like, I, I guess. I don't know where I got that. It's like, <laughs> my family can be at peace now. You've saved us. It's like, oh, uh, cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then 10 hours later, he comes back as a ghost because some, somewhere he died along the way. And he's like, I will have my revenge and you're in my way. I'm like, I don't know what's happening, dude. Uh, now, some of the quests are a little bit more straightforward, but yeah, there's so many random NPCs and so many things you can do mm-hmm. that if you're not keeping track of it and trying to get them. And when I first played it, there were some that I was like keeping track of, like, I like this person. I want to know what's going on. Their stories I get. The random people on the way I met, I'm like, I, you've got a lot going on and I don't know what it is, but that's fine, too. Do you think this is a game that like you'll you'll keep coming back to like, you know, you'll play something for a while and then be like, ah, oh, palette cleansing Elden Ring sesh. Yes, yes. I've, I've heard from many people that say they're having trouble playing other games after Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> and I'm, I'm feeling the same way. It mm. was such a distinct, you know, jump from anything else I'd ever played. That I'm like, I, the other day I was just thinking back to the first time I got to like a new area and the, the feeling of, of fear and excitement of like, what is this place? And I, I love this game. It was amazing. Uh, but my biggest gaming accomplishment mm. is uh, kind of twofold. First, I hacked my 3DS because Nintendo is shutting down the eStore. And I was like, if you're not going to sell me games, I'll Take just them myself. find a way to get my own games on there by only downloading things that fans made um, and never downloading the illegal ROMs because I would never do that. Of course not. Absolutely. But... I definitely purchased Fire Emblem Awakenings. Is that a sequel to Three Houses? It's earlier because it's Three 3DS qual. before Switch. A before qual. A before qual. Yeah. Yeah, that's the word that we've yep. settled on as a society. Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's not really a prequel. It came out a decade earlier. A before qual. It's a before qual. Yeah. So I I told Megan about it and I was like, hey, I've got some Fire Emblems on here that you might enjoy. She's like, oh, cool. That's that weird. Thing with two screens that you play i i don't get it but that sounds fine that's cool for you and <laughs> is she hannah all of a sudden yeah a little bit. <laughs> video games um, cool nerd she she's Stop in, like, telling me about them 60 hours past the credits of wow. room factory 5 and like i was like are you enjoying that game still she's like yeah but i don't know i'm kind of running out of things to do i was like you want to try another fire emblem she's like there aren't any and i was like well I don't know if you remember mentioning this, but you actually, try it on this. <laughs> well, actually, honey. And I said, why don't, you, why don't you try it? And she goes, oh, okay, I'll give it a whirl. Pulls it up during a Giants game. We're sitting around watching the Giants and 
like to play a little video game while we do that. And it's been a week since I've held my 3DS. It's gone now. Nice. It's it's hers now. And beautiful. There's multiple Fire Emblem games on there. Like I'm never getting it back. I'm nice. contemplating buying another one. Um, but They're that's my that greatest game. Right? You know, I won year old system, ten year old system. Yeah, I won a 3DS on Geeks Who Drink when nice. I was on yeah. that show. Do you have it? Can I have it? I don't. I have no idea where it went. I lent it to, box. to Jerry, <laughs> in a box and he had it for a while. But I feel like he might have given it back, and probably my mother Doom boxed it somewhere. <laughs> it's in a box. So if I find it, you know, I will. Know. I'll pass it on. It was fun to play. Well, I had, but I, I will probably never play another thing on it again. Realistically, well, I, I was gonna say if you get it, don't send it to me. Let me just help you find out how to unlock it and find all of its mysteries. Because once you do that, dang, there's some fun stuff to play on there. I played a bunch of Peggle. I played. I got started getting into Etrian Odyssey, which is like the um, those Shin Megami Tensei type games that I play, the turn-based fighting stuff. Mm-hmm. Except in these ones, it doesn't have a dungeon map. You have to draw it on the bottom screen while you're doing it. No, oh, it's kind of cool. And you can turn that off. You can make it do it itself, but it's so much fun. It is so chill that, to like just draw the map as you go. It feels so calming. That's very momfy in the like sense of. 80s 90s games of being like this doesn't exist because the internet is barely alive yet so i have to just kind of draw all the things that i learned on this paper here and share them with my friends yeah but instead of my messy ugly drawings it's got like the compass thing so i know where i am i've just got to draw walls around it and it'll like make the map look nice for me oh i had like completely forgotten that as a thing until you just said that the like drawing maps when i was younger (laughs) to try to find my way through a video game just completely gone from my memory until you just said that. And I was like, oh my God, I did used to do that. I tell my students about it and I make them play Zork and I tell them that like, I make them play it without a map and I show (laughs) them like a hand-drawn map from it. I was like, see this hand-drawn scrawl? This was published in a gaming magazine. Wow. Like just a person did it and then just put it in there. This, you had to do this when you were playing games. Yeah. At Half Price Books, I found from the early 90s or late 80s, a like, 100 best RPGs ever book. Mm-hmm. I think it was late 80s because there weren't 100 at the time. Like, there were games I've just never yeah, heard yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Right. And all it is is a one or two paragraph description that might have come off the back of the box and then maps. Maps and maps and maps and maps. Nice. And that's <laughs> all it is. Jeez. It's amazing. Because if you had the map, you could solve the game, basically. Yeah, that's the whole could. game. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it was that maps and like drawing things and then the other thing i remember being on like pieces of paper taped to my super nes was uh street fighter combinations yes oh yeah that's i was Lots thinking of, like like handwritten like yeah a b b x y up down left whatever yeah anything now, like, like that or like the only screens we were... had were our tvs that back then and, so, and our pcs right. like, we didn't have there was no texting there was no like tablets there was no life obviously iphones or whatever but like just write letters even kind of like in in games now like the fact that usually you can like hit a button to bring up like all the like hints you've had or like you know things you found i'm like i would literally be just like sitting writing down like okay it told (laughs) me this like you know like in what what were we playing a witchwood you know how there was the the clue that was like you had to know all the first letter like yeah and then it would be north south east west whatever and I'm like, I remember playing games that had stuff like that, but I couldn't go back and see what it was. So I'd be like writing yes. down the directions to to try to find where stuff was. Two quick things. One, there's a game that I think will, will like scratch that itch perfectly for you, Corey. It's called Tunic. 
and the game manual is part of the game. Is that the one with the fox? Yes. Yeah. It's not on PS5. I think it's on Switch. Is it on Switch? I think so. Ah. We'll have to look so at it. Now I'm so used to looking for things on the PS5 that I forget that I can look somewhere else because it looks like Death's Door, but with a fox. Well, and so it doesn't tell you what anything does. <laughs> and there's a manual. And I think that you slowly like unlock more pages to the manual as you mm. go on. And none mm. of the pages are in English. And so you're like, st- but there's hand drawn written things okay, in it, like yeah. from somebody who was playing it before you. And so it's it's trying to recreate that experience of playing those old games right. and having a manual that was maybe like missing a few pieces that you know you got from a friend yeah, or whatever. Exactly. Had all the codes written in the back. You found it in a in a random like box in a Salvation Army. So yes. Like oh my god, it's the yeah. handbook for this. It started as an Xbox exclusive when it came out a year or two ago, and then it's not planning on coming to anything else. Oh, never mind then. Oh, is it only Xbox? Uh, it says eventually it might make its way to Switch. It's not on PlayStation, though. We'll wait for that. We'll yeah. wait for that. And it then looks we, yeah, great. But it looks adorable. It's, it's, it's going to be perfect for us. Yeah, um, John, who I did the side quest with, he had gotten it. Like, right after Death's Door, he was like, oh, this this looks kind of like Death's Door. So he yeah. just downloaded it right after that, too. Yeah. So, yeah, I do want to play that one when, whenever it eventually makes it somewhere else because it looks delightful. Yeah. Sweet. And the other thing, the last yeah. thing is, um, I've done this for a while, not just the last month, but uh, started reading 90s video game magazines as I go to bed. Nice. And it's just such a warm, cozy feeling of just like flipping through old. I love yep. magazines at bedtime. I read like so food good. magazines at bedtime. Yes. Oh, there you go. It's the best. Yeah. Really? I just yeah, download them onto my phone and just flip through them. It's, it's great. Can you, you can get old Game Pros, just like PDFs of them or something? Or? Yeah, yeah, just search like Game Pro PDF archive. Yeah. Although I decided not to do Game Pro because I've read all of them, right? Yeah. I, I read them all well, back I didn't then. know that if that's why it was, it was like nostalgic yeah. for you to be like, oh, I remember reading this when I was 14. For, or for some reason, like reading the ones that I had and like knew so well yeah. gave a different kind of feeling. Like it was it was a nostalgic feeling, but it was just like being in your childhood bedroom and seeing it again. And it was be like, oh, this is kind of weird. Hear again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Whereas read, I started reading Electronic Gaming Monthly. That's like that's one I never read as a kid. Yeah. And it's like it feels like I'm a kid again, not like I'm an adult going to my childhood right. bedroom. If yeah. that makes sense. Which is yeah. good homework for a month rediscovering '90s games that we might want to play. Yeah. That's true. It's true. It's true. That's what so I'm doing. I'm doing homework. Keep it doing up. Research. Nice. You're getting work done. I like that. <laughs> Who's Sweet. next? Woo-woo. Corey, you want to go Good for point. it? Sure, I will go for it. Um, let's see. I picked for my drink this month, good old seltzer, the spicy water, as my dear friend uh, Steve from Dead and Lovely calls it, uh, because it's really turned towards summer this month. And I've been sitting playing my video games with the sun shining through the windows and the AC blasting. uh, And so I've, I've switched from my, you know, fall through spring hot tea thing to now my my seltzer and I feel like it really it captures sort of the journey that I've been on with my my video gaming this month uh which goes along with as well my song which is Ila Banda Sigue by Los Auténticos Decadentes which these sort of together are like I feel like the tone of my gaming over the course of this month and the way that I've approached it. And Ilavanda Sigue is just like this ska song about 
a band who um, they like assemble in a garage or whatever, like a bunch of friends get together and they decide that they're going to start a band and they go out and they start playing and everyone loves them. And they're like, you know, they, <laughs> it's basically they go out and nobody ever wants them to stop playing the music because oh, they're awesome. so much fun. I love their hats. <laughs> Are you listening to I'm it? watching and listening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so like it just felt like this is the this is the vibe just kind of like just keep playing just keep going have a good time bounce around all of that kind of stuff and it was my that was my method of going through games this month so I actually you know I played several things over the course of the month some more successful than others um, you know because there were things that, like I was revisiting that you guys had played before um, or that you were also like just playing now mm. so for example i started playing uh kana bridge oh, yeah. of spirits uh which <laughs> how'd it go I'm st- it not great okay. but not as bad as some other ones uh okay. i'm st- i'm just getting the hang you know of, of how to play this stuff and use this controller as i've been saying for the past several months since i got yeah. this thing like it's it's i'm catching up to years of people playing on these kinds of systems, you know, and playing games of, of types that I've never played before. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, Kana took me like, <laughs> I, you know, I, I bought it at like the beginning of, the, or I guess it was before we had even recorded the last episode. Yeah. I had, I had bought Kana and I started playing it and like, got frustrated. Cause I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not great with wandering in games. There's a lot so I was of like, wandering, I don't, yeah. I was like, I have no idea what I'm supposed to do. And then I started playing. I would like go back to it occasionally between other games that I was playing. And then the other day I I played for a little bit and, you know, got through and I like did something in the game. And then the opening like title came up and I was like, oh, fuck me. Amazing. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's cool. like, how long have I been playing this game? And I Finished just the tutorial. got to, yeah, basically. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, Solid. that feels right. Yeah, that feels oh, about tough. Right. Can you talk a little <laughs> no. bit about what about the PS5 controller throws you off? Because it's, it's the same number of buttons as the Switch controller. Is it? It feels like more. It's actually fewer, I think. Really? Try to think. Well, uh, so yeah, there's I think it's two, fewer. like, there's not two... L and uh-huh. R things are there on the. Uh-huh. Well, I never have to use them on a Switch. Yeah, so, yeah, you do. Not in anything I play. So I'm like, whatever the games I've been playing are, they do not require more than one of those. Definitely, things. Hollow Knight uh, definitely required them. Yeah. Oh, that's probably why I'm terrible at Hollow Knight as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's and it's like the the way it's set up, you know. But also, it's not just the controller; it's like also getting used to like the view modes and stuff. Like, I'm not used to having to control my view. Yes. Yeah, yeah. As like so, that's, using one to control the view and one to move. Yeah, I think that that's the thing. As you've been talking about it, and I've seen the games you connect with. Yeah, yeah. it's something I don't have to move the view around. <laughs> right. In other words, I think Breath of the Wild would be just as many problems, even though it's on the Switch. Right. Yeah. Because it's it's that same kind of camera thing. Yeah, and um, that's what like what I'm saying. Like a lot of this stuff, like playing a first person shooter, for example, like it's just not a kind of game I play, you know. Yep, so yeah. like playing things like that on this, it's like just people have had years of experience playing it, and I'm jumping in like, yep, I yeah. don't know how to use this it's, at all. This is how <laughs> I spent is... most of college was playing Halo right. and Call of Duty till four in the exactly. morning most nights or whatever. Just, yeah, yeah, it is a, a big jump. I totally get that. Yeah. One thing that that can help you with this that a lot of people don't know 
is that you can change, you can invert the up, down, yeah. and the left, right on the camera. And there's a weird thing where, and it feels like I think about a third of people need mm-hmm. them inverted or vice versa. Hmm. Whenever I play a game, and then games just come out different ways. Some of them yeah. are inverted and some of them are not. But right. if you go into the options, you can always change it. But if I pull up a game where they're the wrong one, whatever that is, I don't know if I like inverted or regular. I have no idea. Unplayable. As soon as it happens, like there's no, there's no overcoming that. No. It's right. like you're yeah. done. It's like this weird gestalt switch that takes so long to, it's like, yeah, it feels like it's a brand new game and it's unplayable. So if you find yourself always, not just I'm having trouble with the camera, but I'm consistently going the opposite direction. I yeah. consistently me to. go the opposite direction. Go to the options and flip the inversion and then play for a couple minutes. And a lot of times you can do it for X and Y too. So that would be within the game I do yeah. that or? Okay. Yeah, within the game. All It'll right, be un- for that. under controller options, game options, something like yeah. that. Yeah, because it just does not. My brain says it's the other way yeah. all the time. That's a really consistent thing. Like people's hmm. b- brains are structured differently. Interesting. And it, it, I really think it is about a third to two thirds where it's it's a pretty large minority. That, <laughs> that was surprising that it, it's not like left yeah. and right handed where it's like 90 percent of people right. are like this. It was a weird amount that was like in the middle. It wasn't 50 yeah. percent. It was like 60 to 70 percent. It was like, oh, yeah, this is just you got to switch you, it because everyone's Yeah, different. you would think that if it's that like common, that would be just like a thing that you open up a game and it's like, do you need this? Which yeah. way you want <laughs> Everyone should know about this. Your system should just be like, make sure you yeah. do this in your games if well, your brain also, doesn't work. Because I do the opposite from camera moves than I do for flying. And as soon as you're doing a flight yeah. simulator, that X and the mm. Y like switches for me. So yep. it's also not as black and white as like, which way do you want the right stick to go? So it, it really yeah. is game to game sometimes. It really feels like your thumb knows too. It's, it's not like you're making a decision. It's like, no, my thumb doesn't want to do that. Doesn't yeah. get it. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, so I'll have weird. to give that a whirl and see if that like affects this stuff more. Because I do think that would. Like that's yeah. the thing yeah. is I just, I don't, I never go the right direction. And this was, so another one of the games that I played a lot of, probably maybe the most of this game of this month was Evil Dead the game. Oh, yeah. And one of the things about that is that, like, you know, we're, we're talking about a first-person shooter here and the fact that I'm things sneak up on you, right? Oh, like, yeah. there's always stuff coming at you. Uh, and I turn the wrong direction, so <laughs> stuff kills me or I have a hard time, like, aiming to, you know, uh, help other people in the game and stuff like that. So whenever yeah. it gets to the end of it and it shows your your kill count and all that stuff... You're like it. Mine is always like just insanely low because I yeah. spend so much time trying to get the camera to be facing the right direction, and I have no idea where I am. <laughs> like a lot of times, I've taken to like when I hear an enemy coming, just spinning until I can see them. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know. Hopefully, eventually, I will find them. But there's also um, a button usually that will reset the camera to put it behind you, so it will become something. Mm. If you have trouble uh, just kind of even figuring out the camera at all, once you figure out what that button is, you can just control your movement and then every once in a while hit that button and it'll uh-huh. keep the, the camera behind you. Uh, so it, it's usually not one of the buttons it teaches you right? because it's so weird. Uh-huh. But if you figure out in the game, oh, this button moved the camera behind me. Okay, I'll just use that button every once in a while when I need it. Yeah, that's been probably the toughest thing for me. It's just like I just I can't be in control of the camera. <laughs> it is that's asking too much of me so i'm always like okay i can either move the camera or i can aim and shoot a gun i cannot do both of those things at the same time so yeah that's been my my big learning curve i think but like 
I really enjoy Evil Dead the game when I play with people I know because I don't feel like I'm like they know what they're getting into playing with me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you know, and we can talk to each other and like figure things out, you know, and, and coordinate where we're going to go um, find stuff in the game. And that's very fun. It's like it can be an extremely cooperative game. Yeah. And is something that like, you know, it's scary. Like genuinely, I've been I haven't had like a whole ton of time to do this, but I, I want to put together a super cut of Mark getting scared in Evil Dead because yes. oh my when God. we streamed it, he was on camera and every time they have these things called scare traps in it and they it suddenly fills your screen with like oh a screaming God. face. Like, you know, when you used to oh my God. those old like things that someone would be like, hey, watch this YouTube video, pay close attention and a yes. face would suddenly <laughs> oh come out at you. Yes. That's exactly what it does when you hit one of these scare traps. <laughs> the best were Mark when there were full websites. <laughs> Right, and it was yeah. like uh, johnsdoc.com or whatever, and I was like, oh, what's this? The best was, was like, when they were GIFs that you yeah. thought was a still image. Oh, uh, yeah, yes. like, look really closely under that staircase. Uh -huh. yeah. Oh, my God, I miss old you internet. Guys, there was a website, or maybe a subreddit, called When You See It, You Will Shit. Yes, that was, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm thinking of. 95% yes. of them were, like, dark pictures in a basement or an attic, and then like somewhere shadows. in the background... There's there's a face, right? There's or there's two a eyes shadow. Or yes. yeah, 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 yeah. There's something. And once you see it, and it's in a wrong place, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't look like it should be there. Right. A little girl in a cemetery or something, uh -huh. where, and it's gory uh -huh. or it's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and that was that was ninety-nine percent of them. But one percent <laughs> was it was just a picture of like a grassy meadow, and you're getting as close as you oh, can. God. And they'd done three hundred frames into a GIF, yeah. and one of them was just a face. Oh, it's yeah. so good. All the way in. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, oh, I those were those were the days right there. Uh, many a, a scare trap I fell into on the old internet <laughs> yeah, to the point did. where, like, do you remember you got to the point where you just didn't trust anything? So, like, if <laughs> yeah. someone linked you to something, you would just turn the volume all the way down. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> you know, as you're like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this is pro something's going to jump out at me, isn't it? <laughs> so, Amazing. um, yeah, it it basically does that in in this game and uh mark every single time would like jump a mile and then yes. be mad about it <laughs> just yeah. so pissed off that he had gotten scared um and it it was delightful but yeah so it's like a fun game there's camaraderie in it it's scary it's you know genuinely i mean i jump a lot playing it too like sometimes something will come out at me and i did not see it coming at all didn't hear it because a lot of times you can hear it yeah um, you've had coming you play with headphones yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so which is cool if you're not wearing headphones it's even worse trying to you know you, you have no idea where stuff is coming from totally. what direction in the headphones you can kind of gauge where stuff is but sometimes yeah. you're just like in the zone and something scares you oh it's it's great but yeah it's like a really fun game if you can get like a group of people together to play at the same time and like you know work together to you're basically you're collecting pieces of a map yeah. that you're trying to put together um and then you're going to once you have done that you're trying to keep these deadites from uh, obtaining the uh, Kandarian dagger and these papers, you know, from the neck, you have to protect the Necronomicon at the end of it. Yeah. Uh, and you have like, it's timed or whatever in how much time you have to, to be able to do this. And then someone else is playing the demons. So someone in your group? actual, no, like, well, or, it can be in your group if you are like playing with that many yeah, people, yeah. but yeah, it's a real person wow. who 
plays the demons and tries to scare trap you and all that kind of stuff. So cool. it is it's a lot of fun. But, you know, also I'm not great at it because <laughs> I do have to control my own camera and, you know, all that stuff. The hardest one for me that I think I've just noped out of was Deathloop. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I literally cannot. I what? What is it about? Just, yeah, I well, again, I can't. I can't control the camera and do stuff at the same time. And so it's basically every single time I try to like engage, like to shoot someone or something like that, you know, I miss and yeah. then I have to re angle the, the camera and they're already beating the shit out of me. And then yeah. there's like five other characters coming and beating the shit out of me. And then it tells me things like, oh, you can also like distract them or things like that. And it'll yeah. be like, you know, oh, there's a bottle. So I'll like, try to throw a bottle the other direction and it doesn't do anything like like Fair. i don't i'm not clever enough to figure out how this works <laughs> so i'm just i've just died 70 times in a row in a useless spot and made no progress and it is not fun in the slightest that's fair yep I, <laughs> so it, if the camera thing ever clicks with you it might be worth coming back to and if not yeah then that makes total sense. <laughs> so there's first person shooters, which Deathloop is, and then there's I guess third person shooters, where it's like mm -hmm. the same game, but you're it's the looking over your shoulder, like fit camera in a fixed position over your shoulder, right, thing, yeah. which I think isn't Evil Dead is that right? Where you can see Ash the whole time. I don't think so. Is it I don't not? Think can you, you see, see yourself in it? You can't see yourself in. I don't in even okay. remember. I played. It. I bought it twice. I'm like played it once. <laughs> I've been playing it plenty, and I'm like I don't think you can see yourself. Can't... Oh, okay, so maybe that's not the issue. I don't know. But like obviously, like, I think that if Last I were us, playing like Breath that, I would be is... able to. Yeah, if I could see myself, I think I'd probably f be fine. Yeah, that'd make it a little easier. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's been a struggle. But uh, I, and then I talked about it on the um, Death Store episode. But I've been playing SpongeBob's Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated, oh, yeah. which is just a fun little like. It's easy. Maybe my girls would like that. I have to look into that. I bet that it's like. Like I was saying on there, it's made with like a difficulty level that like it's made for children. So if you die, you just, you kind of you just come right back and like everything is, you know, it's not it's not easy to die. Like it's just set up yeah, in yeah. such a way it's that forgiving. everything is meant for someone who has like limited motor skills. Sure. <laughs> and and it's, everything just this. looks bright and pretty and fun. Exactly. The voice work is fun. It's That's colorful. Cool. It's really satisfying the feeling, you know, when cool. you, get, you get when you play it. So when I'm like playing Deathloop for an hour and want to shoot things, um, instead I go and I play a little SpongeBob. Yeah. And it like recalibrates. It's just a fun little, fun little game. But really also at my core, I have just been stopping myself from just playing Death Store over and over again. I've beat it three times now. Wow. It is, it, I've never done that before. And one time just with an umbrella, apparently. One time just with an umbrella as a weapon. I don't even fully know what that means, but it sounds very difficult. It is your Elden Ring. It is exactly. my Elden Ring. It's exactly. like the. It's hard to play anything else because that is a perfect <sighs> game to me. Man. It's, yep. Get it. It's so hard leaving those games. So yeah, that's my gaming month. Nice. That's awesome. Seltzer and... So Ska. It's beautiful. It's a pretty good month. <laughs> Seltzer and Ska. Right? Like, how can you complain <clears throat> about that as a month? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I had a different month. I had kind of a rough month as far as gaming specifically. Uh, and it's like, I'll get into my, my song and my drink in a second, but it was basically like one of the busiest months 
of not my life, but of, of recent memory for sure. Uh, traveling, uh, well, one of the like definitely the busiest month of my life as far as like freelance and audio design stuff, audio mixing, mm-hmm. like which is great, but very very busy. A lot of like Hannah will get home, she'll take over, and then I'll just kind of like work till two or three. Had a couple nights like that, and then taking care of the kids throughout the day, and then we traveled to Albuquerque, which was a great time. Also, vacations with three kids. A lot less relaxing than vacation, actual vacations, right? <laughs> right, So yeah. wasn't the most restful and then like air travel and stuff. And then subsequently, one of my kids got COVID two days after we got back. So it's from the travel, <gasps> but tested positive. And so they're at home all day. They're missing like the la- the school dance, the like field day, the last week of school, saying goodbye to their friends, which is just like my second grader. It was like half of her kindergarten was like, oh, sorry, there's a pandemic. You have to go home. All the first right. grade. Was it was and then we moved halfway through first grade and then second grade was fine until she got COVID the lot. It's just like tough, can't tough time in the Helms household. Yeah, can't get a break. Exactly. Uh, so uh, I will say the kind of like two gaming stalwarts because of the travel and just like the weird hours. I haven't like put 60 hours into a game this month or anything like that. The mm-hmm. games that I've just like picked up for 15 minutes here and there have been uh, Tetris, which is just like a daily 10, 15, right. 45 minute leisure activity for me uh and on the plane was pocket tanks an old favorite i think jay you played this a bunch we played, I think we played online a couple times i i got into it recently again I, it had been about a decade yeah oh god pocket tanks pocket tanks deluxe just a classic iphone game uh i'm sure it's i don't know if it's on other places but i yeah since i've had is that from the world of tanks people no this, this what's the old game it was um there was gorillas with q basic there's also worms but it's the it's where you throw things yeah, from one yeah, side yeah. of the screen to the other. And you guys yeah, have velocity that. and angle are the two things you control. And you have like 10 different things. But there's like 100 different types of things you can throw. So it does get complex. And it's just fun enough and like uh, engaging enough to like pull some of my brain. But like relaxing and I guess I guess like uh, rhythmical. So I can like play it and watch something at the same time. So yeah, really fun. Um, I will say because of all of that just craziness, my song for the month, and this was also on a playlist that I made for the school dance because I'm the PTA president and technically was supposed to be putting on the school dance. Oh, so that I couldn't go to that. Louise. Um, so I apologize to all of the PTA and then gave them the playlist for the dance. But it was uh, <laughs> Girl on Fire by Alicia Keys. Because uh, I am a girl on fire. No, because uh, it's a beautiful song. It's a great song. But also she's on fire. That's not great. And my four-year-old's been singing it nonstop. So that's also just been constantly in my head. That's my nightmare. That song is like, I I do not like that song. And it's in like every commercial. So it's stuck in my head all the time. There's a really good version of it in Sing 2. So they watched that a couple oh, months ago, and then for whatever reason, that, that that chorus over and over and over, which is just like five words over and over and over. Are those movies any good? I Yes. I liked They're the first one. Pixar level, and I'd say the second one is just as good as the first one. Um, nice. Although a lot of Bono. A little too much Bono. <laughs> There's no such thing as... <laughs> could yes, go easier on the Bono. <laughs> go easier on the Bono. Did I ever tell Bono. you the... Did I ever tell you the Bono joke that our tour guide told us in Ireland? No. Uh, what's the difference between God and Bono? What? <laughs> God doesn't think he's Bono. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's great. I like that. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I will say, so before the traveling, I you know loaded a bunch of games on the Switch for, for the kiddos and for me, but mainly for the kiddos because I was in my pocket tank. Um, 
dedication. <laughs> we'll call it an obsession. Um, sure. And Olivia kind of bounced off Lego Star Wars. I think for similar reasons of Corey, of, of with Corey oh, yeah. and Deathloop, where it was just like, there's a lot happening and there's like mm. icons everywhere. And then I have a camera to control and there's people shooting at me at the same time. Like, let's just give me a couple more tutorials to like figure out what, right. what is what. And it does a good job of the Star Wars Lego, Lego Star Wars, as they say, of like every two minutes, it's like a whole new game. Like it's like, oh, this is a platformer, and like, oh, this is a this is a flight simulator, and this is a first person mm. shooter, which is cool. I think I would like that. But for an eight year old that's never played a first per- first person shooter before, it's like this is a whole new game. Why I just learned how to play the last game, so right. Yeah. Um, but she did <laughs> lock on and is like eighty percent done with Ollie Ollie World, which is a new skateboarding game. It can't, I think it just came out last month. Oh. And oh my god, this game is gorgeous, hilarious, beautiful. It's I've been playing a lot of Tony Hawk with my four year old, actually, because she just likes just like going around. She doesn't do any tricks. Well, she just kind of like <laughs> use the, the, the directional. That's how I used to play it, too. I just kind of version, like roll yeah. around, listen yeah. to the music. It's beautiful. You just roll around, mm-hmm. run into people occasionally. It's great. And then I'll just be like doing tricks, 900s and stuff. And I'll just like pass her and she'll be like, good job, dad. It's really fun. <laughs> uh, but Olivia has been loving Ollie Ollie World. Uh, and yeah, she. It's been really good, especially with the like being quarantined for the past five days. Like here, just play, yeah. go be Ali Ali World. Uh, and then Spirit of the North, I think, I think I talked about before, which is this amazing third person foxer. I don't know what it is. It's like an adventure game where you play as a fox, and it's just really really fun. <laughs> the puzzles are really really easy, foxer. but it's just like photorealistic graphics of this like mythical fox. Dope. Uh, and then Ooh. Evil Dead, yeah, bought that twice. Gave you some trouble initially. Yeah, won't even get into that because it makes me angry thinking about it. <laughs> uh, but I will be playing that more. Corey, you and I played together for maybe twenty five seconds, and then yes. one of us yeah. had to go. I think I interrupted something you were doing. And you're like, I can't play right now. Stop inviting me. And I was like, play with me, play with me, play with me. Well, it was for some reason it was just having like. It was having a weird connection issue or whatever. And then I was like, you know what? I am in the middle of something and I probably like shouldn't spend all this time troubleshooting this. Gotcha. I just really wanted to play. Yeah. I was like, okay, it's telling me I shouldn't. Yeah. So we'll get back to that. We'll play more. The game's so nice. The game's so nice. You bought it twice. I do just want to like I did the tutorial. I'm going to start playing the single player. Uh, but I do just want to jump in as like a scary goblin and go just like scare you and Mark a bunch. That sounds like a lot of fun to me. (laughs) So I'm going to try and to figure out how to make that happen. that is a thing you can do. God, that sounds great. <laughs> Man. Uh, and I will say that uh, one of my best friends on Fomph, uh, our good Fomph, Tyler Weaver, uh, just finished Last of Us 2. And so we had a good conversation about that, um, that we somehow didn't record. And when two people gathered to talk about video games, when two white men <laughs> gathered to talk about video games, you'd think there's they'd be a recording. Mm. Uh, that, that is where podcasts live. No. Um, and he's starting KOTOR. On the Switch. Nice. So he's just like, just finished one of my favorite games and just starting another one of my favorite games. And it, those two, that, that conversation really made me like miss diving super deep into games. And it made me like, that's what I was missing this month. And I think, mm. full circle, I think that's maybe why my month was was not great is because I didn't have a game to kind of obsess over. Right. And even though we all complained about Hollow Knight or whatever game we played recently, like there's plenty to not like about every game. That was still like a... A thing that motivate that motivated me to like dig deeper and like overcome mm-hmm. and like win and succeed and, and kind of keep fighting on. I didn't have that this month. It was just like, I guess yeah. I'll just play Tetris for another 10 minutes. So definitely miss the and like, you know, Deathloop and Hades and all these games that you could like put 50 plus hours into. 
So I think I, I downloaded Horizon uh, Forbidden West, I think in February when it came out. And so I'll definitely be playing that no matter what we play, just as like something to kind of like, you know, an hour here, hour there, motivate me. I think that'll kind of like, we'll yeah. see what that does for my mental health, I guess, the next month. I forgot you hadn't played that yet. I know you beat it in like a week. I haven't even started it yet. Yeah, it was it was a week when my family was out of town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It there was like I needed to it lined up nicely that. with spring break, and I was just like, "Well, that's, that's what I'm right, doing." That's right. That's right. So I'll do that, and then I think I'm going to play Lego Star Wars and have the kids watch. I think for a while, I think they'll get super into that because we actually finished the original trilogy, uh, watching it, and Olivia especially super into it. So we're going to start the prequels as soon as we can be in the same room together. Uh, that'll be fun. Mm. <laughs> Uh, but which, oh man, so you're ice, she's all isolated and everything. Yeah, dude, it's tough. Poor yeah, thing. I know. I so know. rough. She's like the most social person I've ever <sighs> met. Yeah. Oh no. So I know. So we're having her like Skype with her or FaceTime with people and stuff, which is uh -huh. good, but definitely not the same. So yeah, she definitely. hasn't had any symptoms. We're hoping that she can go back to school good. the last two weeks of the uh, or last two days of the the week. But nice. But yeah, all of that. Getting back. Oh, so my drink in ending all this is a paper plane, which. I don't know what's in it, but every time I go hang out with Tyler, that's what I request that he makes because he makes them very well. <laughs> and it's just this cocktail that only my buddy Tyler knows how to make. <laughs> uh, and basically, it's just because he's living a better life than me, playing two of my favorite games this month, and I'm living vicariously through him. So that's nice. my month. That's good reasoning. Yeah. Did that work out? <laughs> so in, in terms of your mental health and gaming, yeah. where do you stand on Elden Ring? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't want to pull you in. I don't want to push you towards it. You had said something like, I think I'll play this at some point, but I'm not in a rush to. I think I just don't have the time to play it right now. That's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, the only reason I would say try and play it within the first six months it comes out oh, is yeah. the player messages oh, to each other. Yeah, true. Is the what? Which are so there's a messaging system in the uh -huh. game, but it's like imagine like um, a, a dialogue circle where you can choose like a bunch of options and then like fill in the blanks on it. Mm -hmm. So blank ahead. OK, now dog ahead mm -hmm. and then you go oh, there's the message you see dog ahead and you look for it and it's a it's a turtle because every time it says dog ahead it's a turtle uh <laughs> and one of the in jokes of the game is that nobody in the game knows what a dog is okay. and like little things like that show up but other things show up like hidden passage ahead or try rolling and you're just standing in front of a wall it says try rolling you roll forward and all of a sudden the wall disappears and there's a hidden passage behind it. you're like oh how did somebody find this and so there's lots of fun stuff like that so the only i just played bloodborne and they were like it's a six, seven-year-old game. There were very few messages, and they were not all that helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, same kind of system. The other cool thing, though, is because they use that dialogue wheel, you can talk to someone who only speaks Japanese because the dialogue wheel still works. Uh, mm -hmm. There's actually, Corey, I feel like I may have told you this, but I don't know. For a while, there was like a theory in Japanese gaming communities that in Elden Ring at night, there's some kind of event where there's some kind of like castle that you can attack because everyone was posting Fortnite yes. in English. <laughs> and the pun does not carry over. Right. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that part is really fun. Nice. I think the only thing... One more Elden Ring thing. Uh, just to Yeah, I was going to ask an Elden Ring thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just to tell, talk about the community. Uh, the, the toughest boss in the game is someone named Melania, and she just kicks your butt. It's awful. Uh, she just tears you apart. And you can summon other people in to, like, give you a hand and help you out. That's cool. And there's this guy who would wait to be summoned, and he had changed his screen name to Let Me Solo Her. He's just there in his underwear and a pot on his head. <laughs> and you started seeing it post on Reddit. Where So I'm on the Elden Ring Reddit, and somebody was like, 
so I ran across this guy the other day, and I was like, okay, I guess. And he just walked in and kicked her butt and nice. beat her, like, He's didn't take He's just waiting any there. Yeah. And then, like, um, somebody else posted, like, I got Let Me Solo Her too. Like, this is awesome. And after a couple, like, about a week of this, suddenly somebody goes on and goes, okay, by the way, I, I am Let Me Solo Her. <laughs> and I just want to tell you, like, how I got here. It took me 300 tries before I could kill her the first time. It was so tough. But by the end of that, I had it down. And I was, like, really good. And it was, like, my favorite thing in the game. And so I just waited outside. And then people kept throwing me off. Like, they would try. And I was like, you know what? Let me just, I'll do it myself. So I kept, I tried different screen names. I finally got one that, like, people would just stand back. (laughs) So then all of the riffs off of that started where people would pose, like, so just get ran into this guy. And it said, let you solo her. (laughs) <laughs> and it, it, it would he just stand in the corner and wait. Just watch. Just wait. You know, just watch. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> and it, yeah, all kinds of things like going off of that, which is just really fun and feels like weirdly wholesome about video games of just people helping each other out. I think that the, my biggest pause with Elden Ring and Bloodborne and all those games is the lack of levity. And obviously, that this the stuff you're talking about now it is a lot of that. But within the game itself, where it's just like you're a knight or a paladin or a wizard or whatever, and you're like. Beating the dragon, beating the gold dragon again, you know, by yourself, yeah. beating the gold dragon. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to be very zen about this. My mom came down the stairs partway through and, and started talking. I was like, Shah! no, I'm <laughs> beating the gold dragon. She was like, okay. Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Michelle walks in. <laughs> uh, so what you're no. saying is your mental health is dependent on beating the gold dragon. It always has been. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> always. Uh, no, but Jay, you know what I mean? Like, even Last yeah, of Us, totally. which is a pretty brutal game, like, has those moments between uh, Ellie and yeah. Dad Ellie. So I think Last of Us, those games, for the most part, are trying to get you to forget you're playing a video game. They want you to just, like, be there in that place. Yeah. Right? And it's it's that kind of immersion. Yeah, the gameplay itself is not, like, the fun part. Right. And, and they certainly don't want yeah, you to ever yeah, reflect yeah. on the gameplay and be like, like wait. That. Yeah. When I when I enter here, I need to hesitate for a second, and then I dodge oh, no, here no, no, no. because this person goes that way, right? Which is like the old school game of like memorizing enemy patterns and things like that. Yeah, Elden Ring is, and all of these games are just video games. Yeah, like they are in on that, and so even though there is a darkness there, there's definitely a weight to it. Um, I didn't feel bad with the kids watching for the most part. Like, oh really? They ended up really liking it. It's not just unrelenting sadness like Last of Us Two. Last of Us One, either of them just much heavier. Yeah, yeah. And the levity comes in a very different place. It's never someone breaking character like making a joke, but it is definitely on a meta level. So there's there's one where there's a section in which the game knows that you're going to die and it's not going to work out, right? The first time you attempt this, you're going to die. And so you're going to have to do it multiple times. And there's a lot of skeletons that will jump out at you at different points. How's the respawning when, when you die? Is it like, oh, that sucks. It's gonna I'll be back in 45 minutes. Sharp, very quick. Okay. Uh, now, getting to that place, right, can be difficult. And sometimes it will, that's part of the fun of it. I remember a story uh, our dad used to tell about rock climbing in this particular route called Snake Dyke, where the protection was very far apart. Yeah. So when you're finally getting to the last little piton, the last place to clip in, he said your hands will just start sweating. And it's like a really easy climb, but it's terrifying that last little bit because you know if you fall, you're falling 80 feet. You'll be okay, but it's going to hurt. And just 80 feet. That is the feeling. Yeah, it's fine. Right? You'll be fine. (laughs) That's the feeling of Elden Ring. Yeah. Right? As you're like, you can see, you're like, I look over there, there's the next respawn point. I'm almost there. 
oh no, there's a dog. Oh, the dog's gonna kill me. <laughs> right, what right, stupid right, little right. dog, right? And suddenly you just get nervous. So th- there are those feelings, but it's never like, oh, it takes so long. It's your currency, like in um, Hollow Knight, you lose your currency. Yeah. Right? And you have to get back to it. I will say it's much more forgiving than Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. so there's, there's a section where it's like, you're gonna die yeah, the yeah. first time you have this. It's gonna be unfair, right? You're gonna run through here and then you're, you're gonna Surprise die. So it kill. knows you're gonna have to do this multiple times. There's lots of skeletons that jump out at you in these games, and like you even start to predict them. You're like, okay, I bet there's going to be one at the left here. Like, of course, the second you get it down, it jumps in from the right. And you're right. like, ah, oh, come on, bud, and you start to laugh at yourself. It's it's very funny. So there's one section where a skeleton jumps out, misses you, and falls into hot lava, and like looks up at you trying to get out, and is like dying. And the fact that you then get to see that like 80 times as you try and get through that section because it's never a threat to you is hilarious like they've really worked in little things that are very funny and very video gamey that are just broken yeah like, th- there's nice things um i think one of the first times that i realized kind of how janky the game is there's a section where you're like in a castle and you can look over the wall and you look down the cliff and it looks like man if i got if i angled things just right i bet i could climb down this cliff but not like the game wants me to. Right. Right. I could do it like really janky, like jumping from this thing to this thing to this thing. The game's broken kind of thing. And right at the bottom of, of that jump, there's a little respawn point that you can see. And it's like the first time in the game that the game said to me, like, that's OK. This game is really janky. There's no other way to get here. Have some fun. Go go find oh, some cliffs. Cool. If you can yeah, yeah. if you can get your horse up there, it works. It's not trying <laughs> to make you believe like. Ah, yes, this is me really on the horse. Right. It's like, no, no. It's like, what a weird thing. Let's jump down here. I guess Red Dead isn't exactly like the most hilarious game in the world. (laughs) And that's one of my favorites. It's not what it's known for as far as I know. (laughs) It's so funny. The moment when the horse kicks the guy. In what? In Red Dead. Oh. There's there's a moment where uh, there's a guy who's shooing a horse and he's talking to the horse. Okay. And you walk up. And you say, and you've got the talk option. You go, hey, bud. And as you do it, you spook the horse. It kicks the guy and kills him. Awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and like that moment like killed me. Yeah, there are some those, of those. are the moments that are in Elden Ring. Oh, and they cool. don't break character, but it feels like yeah, you yeah, always yeah. feel like, did the game do that on purpose? Right. Is that winking at me? Right. And it's like, yes, yes, they're doing that on purpose. $70, huh? Whew. I spent that it's... on on uh, Evil Dead this month. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just don't want to bounce off a game after spending that much money on it. Right, that's true. Yeah, I wish there was a way to. I wish there was a way to let you borrow it. There is, or something like that. There is. Yeah, just log in as your thing on my PS5. We'll figure oh, do out. that then. Yeah, we'll do that. Okay. Yeah, 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 let's do that. Go check it out. We'll figure See it out. If you like it. Right, <laughs> Look at we'll that. that problem solving. We did it. Beautiful. All right, Jay. Do you want to introduce our uh, next month's game that you picked out? Next month, we are playing Norco. Check it out on Mac and PC. It's on Steam. It's on GOG. If you got Game Pass, uh, it's already on Game Pass. It looks really good. It is very Kentucky Route Zero vibes. You know what? It's Kentucky Route Zero, but Louisiana. There we go. That's the whole pitch. Um, they're not the same game at all, but anyway. And pixelated like a, a classic month game. Okay. And lots of reading. Warning. Lots of reading. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah, just a heads up to you non-readers. This is going to be a Corey Zones Out game, but oh, we'll, no. we'll see how it works. Yay. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, <laughs> I don't like reading. You like reading more than literally anyone I know, and you won't watch a movie with subtitles. And I love movies with subtitles. Yeah, it's it's totally just the way the ADHD brain works. Yeah. It can't do two things at once. 
So <laughs> the subtitles mean I don't watch it. That's so tough. I guess you just watch it dubbed, like Parasite dubbed. Would that be a thing? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I do not. I just don't watch foreign language movies. But that seems so like opposite of a person who loves movies so much. To be like, I'm only going to watch American English movies. Yeah, I wish that it were different, but it's just the way my brain is set up. It's not an active, like, trying not to, I would only like the Western canon. It's simply that I could watch those movies. I, I'm just not going to. I don't know. I think, I think Ben's almost got you convinced. <laughs> no, I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to convince you. I mean, I will occasionally, like, really try hard. Like, I've seen Parasite, obviously. Um, you know, and I enjoyed it, um, you know, and there's like, but it's just, it takes so much. It's exhausting to watch because I've spent so much time focusing on it and trying to take in the picture and the (laughs) the writing at the same time that, uh, you know, and the nice thing about something like Parasite is that like the dialogue isn't like constant. There's a lot of quiet. So you get time to take in. Yeah. You kind of take in the picture and then you have time to read the the subtitles with stuff that's like go 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 constantly i'm like yeah i have no idea what's going on you could watch parasite without subtitles or audio yeah, yeah, and still and know what's happening a masterpiece yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> that yeah that's absolutely that kind of thing but yeah that's that's kind of the issue and then dubbing i get too distracted by the Nothing voice and up. mouth not matching up <laughs> and so yeah, fair. yeah it's a it's a problem for me but you know i've tried not much I can do. We'll have to pick out another problem to point out next month for you. Yeah. <laughs> but And that's like the <laughs> things like like these video games, like a lot of reading. So I think you posted about this um, that, you know, there's that reading. thing. <laughs> reading. Obviously. <laughs> it yeah. makes me sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, you posted this thing that was, that it's been going around about the, they call it like bionic reading or something like that. Yes. Where it's like they Who posted that first? The, yeah, I, I've seen it on Facebook and stuff like that, too. But, yes. like, you know, it's a way of reading that it honestly, I think, works for most people. Like you said, like it's uh, most people would read more easily if this were the way that yeah. things were written. I think but, it was Seth. I think I retweeted. Seth. Yeah, that no sounds scenes. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, you know, when playing like video games, like so when we played Kentucky Route Zero and there would be like something that had like a lot of text. I literally just can't follow it. Like my eyes jump around the yeah. screen. And so it's like it's reading gibberish to me, you know, yeah. <laughs> like I just can't take in that much text on something because I can't physically focus on yeah. it. Um, and it's worse on like I can do it better in a book, you know, a it's still novel. a struggle, but, you know, it, it's yeah. tough with like, like yeah. I try to read those kinds of things, but often I don't look at the pictures at all. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's just kind of like my eyes jump around it, and that's why I'm like. I just have no idea what happened in a game or whatever when I finish it. Cause I'm like, yeah, fair. I don't know. I just couldn't read it. That doesn't mean I don't want to play it. I just, you know, I just know when it gets to the end, I'm going to be, you guys are going to say something that happened in it. And I'm going to be like, Oh, it yeah. did. That was part of it. Right. Right. I missed that. <laughs> I'm excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what big things I missed Sweet. in the game this month. Here's what I'm excited about. I don't know anything about the game. I know that it's anti-capitalist. Um, excited about that. Nice. Um, but I'm just going to call my shot now that next week, it's a week from today probably is when we'll be recording. I'm going to talk to Ben about a fake thing we made up. Oh, come on. And imply on. that it wasn't in there. And this isn't gaslighting because I'm just going to tell you now that I'm going to do it. <laughs> That's and still gaslighting. That it's, but, but here we go. 
I'm telling you what it is. Ben, remember when the main character gets abducted by aliens? Yeah. Oh, dude, that was crazy. Just, I'm just going to say And you're going to watch gonna me say, forget that, that you said this. Week. And that's what I'm excited about. That's what I'm excited about, is that you won't remember me saying this. Nothing good has ever happened after the phrase, This it's not gaslighting because it's not. <laughs> it's not gaslighting if you tell someone you're doing it. Wow. Wow, yeah. Jason helps everybody. Uh, <laughs> do you think you're being gaslit every time you watch a movie? Come on. You know it's fiction. Kind of. That's a good point. <laughs> but it's true. I will have forgotten you said that. And then I'm going to be so like, excited. wait, I don't remember that, guys. Well, the best thing is I'll forget, too. Yeah. And we just won't do it. So, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening to our just ramblings about what we've been playing um, and random stories from our past. Looking forward to Norco. What is Norco? It's a drug. A town in Louisiana. North of Corona. Nope. Just the name of a town in Louisiana. It's also the Norco. name of a town in Riverside that is north of Corona. Oh, there you go. I feel like I've taken Norco before. It's hydrocodone. I was going to say, I also do think that is, is a drug, but. <laughs> yeah. Good times. Da, na, na, na. Uh, thank you so much for downloading, subscribing, listening, whatever you've done. Thank you for telling a nerdy friend that you have who might be interested in the podcast. We love that. If you do want to support us, you can check out our Patreon. Even a dollar a month would really help us spend more time bringing this podcast to you. That's patreon.com slash momf, M-O-L-M-F. Check out our website. See what else we're up to at menoflowmoralfiber.com. And of course, thank you so much to our podcast producer, the pod daddy himself, David Botluck. <laughs> really appreciate you, all your support. Uh, and actually, Dave is coming on the podcast again in a few months. Uh, he threw out that great game uh, that I forget the name of that I mentioned earlier, Voodoo Something. I'm really looking forward to playing. <laughs> it looks amazing. Amazing reviews. So we'll be playing that later this summer, probably, maybe this fall. Uh, and I think that's all we have. <laughs> have a great month. And uh, as always, I have been Ben. I will be Jason. Still here. Oh, wait. Did, did we totally do that totally wrong? We completely did. Yeah, that's okay. But that's fine, because <laughs> it's a weird episode. It's a, Yeah, it's a rambly weird episode, Sweet. so it's totally... Pirates! Easy. And I pirate sometimes. <laughs> and then I say a quote here. <laughs>